Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Journey to Eden podcast. My name is Jola. So this week I featured on a podcast with my friend, Toby. Her podcast is called This Nigerian Life and we talked about body shaming. So what I'm going to do is just share that episode with you guys on this week's, you know, on this week's edition of my podcast. I'm just going to share my conversation with Toby because I think it's one that everybody should listen to and it's pretty amazing. So that is what you're going to hear now. Hi, Jola. Hi, Toby. Welcome back to this Nigerian Life podcast. Thank you so much. Glad to be here again. It's been too long. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, I've been dealing with lockdown, quarantine, corona. Can't believe it. It's been about three months since we started this drama. So just take it one day at a time, basically. Actually, it's that's true. April, May, June. Yeah, wow. I started in March because yes. I had just run out of, I barely just got out of Lagos in time and I left on the 14th of March. Oh, I, I left said... on the 14th of March and the lockdown started almost, you know, mm. yeah, almost working... immediately. I started working from home on March 12th. I've been at home since March 12th. <laughs> And I don't think we're going to the office anytime soon. Yeah. Like, At least not for the next two months. Yeah. Not I'm for the next two months. what December would look like. I don't even know. I mean, hopefully things will have cleared up by then. But you can be sure that at least July and August. And, you know, even with this whole trying to, the government trying to manage by opening churches mm. and, you know, public spaces. Although I understand that people want to just get back to their way of life, but... You know, it's it's more difficult now to enforce because how do you, you know, churches are of different sizes. Some of them have the means to, you know, put these uh, things in place. Some of them don't. Uh-huh. So, I mean, hopefully things will, you know, die down and we can at least have some of this year to, to do something tangible with. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Lagos, the government has reverted, is it reverted as uh, reversed the church and religious places opening plan. At first, the people were supposed to start going to church last weekend, but because the government came back to say no, that they're not doing that anymore. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, um, I hope you're doing fine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Taking one day at a time. Okay. And taking care of yourself as well. As much as I can, yeah. As much as I can. Okay. So today, I want us to talk about body shaming. Ah. It's something many of us have experienced. And it's been on my mind for some time now to hear what somebody else thinks about body shaming. And I'm aware that it's a, it's a little different in Nigeria because our our image of what a beautiful woman looks like is slightly different from what the westerners what western idea is but it's still body shaming anyway no, but so, i mean we still we still deal with our own it's just as bad here it's just that it takes on a different form mm-hmm. it's just as bad in fact ours is even sometimes it borders on sexual assault yes because they approve the fact that they approve of how your body is sometimes they almost treat you like property you know so the fact that they they're okay with us being a certain size or you're looking a certain way, does not really mean that it's a healthy admiration. It's still just 
you know so it it just takes on a different uh, shape entirely basically yeah so i checked on the internet to see if there was a formal definition of body shaming and what i got out was the, it's the practice of making critical potentially humiliating comments about the person's body size or weight an example mm. is te- like i'm um, telling a child that a child is too fat you know that mm. um Sometimes I catch myself trying to have caught myself <clears throat> giving a co- a comment to a little child like, ah, this your child is round or something. And then I realize that children are children. Yeah. say something like that to a child. And yeah. although it wasn't coming from a bad place, I realized yeah. that's something that could negatively affect that child if mm-hmm. we start making it out aware of what their body looks like at such a young age. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, I think that's the good well, thing about. I realize that we need to like people think that you just automatically know the right things to do and say, but that's not. We have to constantly teach ourselves because you know, even coming from a culture like ours where people generally don't have boundaries, it's very easy for us to also get caught up in not having boundaries. And you have to just constantly remind yourself that this is not my business. Or was that a necessary thing for me to say? I can't say this. I can't say that. So it's, we just have to keep learning every day. How can I be more considerate? How can I be more thoughtful? So I think the amazing thing is that you actually caught yourself, you know, and told yourself, okay, I can't do this again. I can't say yeah. this again. I can't talk to a child that way. Because, you know, even if, and I think it's okay to have concerns. Like if you notice that a child is overweight, you know, it's, but at least talk to the parents from that position of I'm concerned about this child. I know that child obesity is becoming a problem. Yeah. I think maybe you should, you know, and obviously it's also the same of kind of determines on it depends sorry <laughs> sorry early morning i can't <laughs> it also depends on the kind of relationship you have with the parents you know it's not just anybody but if you're close enough to the parents of that child you can call them aside and say um what are you feeding your child or uh, you know how can you i think there's a way to be kind about it okay. to be honest no there's a way to be kind you know because <laughs> i know this from growing up with bad eating habits that if you mm-hmm. if the child has bad eating habits, you are, you are basically condemning mm-hmm. that child, you know, to having um, issues when they grow older. Yes. Because, you know, as much as we want to be body positive, we also need to be healthy because if you love your body, you treat it well. So, yeah. you know, raising a little child to what have ice cream every day, three times a day, just because they say they want it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. no good. So basically, I think it's just to be considerate, you know, at the, at the top of everything. Speaking of boundaries, you know how... Okay, so many times this body shaming affects women and affects women who are plus size. Yeah. Not saying people don't face the same thing. I think we'll come to that later. But there are many times that you go out, maybe meet somebody you haven't seen in a long time, and then the next day... You've got to fat. Or where are you getting so fat? You know, they say such... Mm-hmm. such senseless <laughs> senseless comments and then, and then you're like uh-uh. you know and then sometimes they even hold your hand and they're shaking your hand like uh-uh, you're enjoying you <laughs> and now, like a madam or something something or they give you unsolicited unsolicited weight loss advice dieting advice and they're like ah, you should watch it though so that uh, when you are older or some other statement like that giving you advice that you do not ask for do you have any experience with that 
Of course I do. I mean, I, I grew up child. I mean, I started to grow hips by the time I was 13 years old. And my body had become the topic of public discussion at that young age. So you know, there's so many things that um, have been discussed about my body that I still find myself, like, I have some unconscious habits. Like, if I'm walking down the streets, I'm going to be pulling down my top, like, almost every yes. two minutes. Because so right. I know I can, I can feel it's people checking true. me out. You know, and I've been doing that for so much of my life that I don't even know when I'm doing it. Like, people legit tell me, why are you pulling down your top? Like, even if nothing is showing. And, you know, this comes from just constantly having people feel like, you know, they can't talk about your weight. Oh, your hips. Oh, mm. you know. And some of them think it's a compliment, you know. But yes. the thing is, it's inappropriate. It's... Like, you can't yeah. object. You know, I sometimes I've tried to lose weight and, you know, for the sake of my health. And people be like, if you lose your 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 hips, then mm-hmm. there's nothing special about you anymore, <laughs> you know. And I still saw somebody talking to Jocelyn Dumas. She's a Ghanaian actress and, and she has like big hips and she's she's lost a lot of weight. And somebody said in her comment section that if you lose your hips, then there's nothing else. That's your trademark. And she was so upset. And I could tell that it's something people have said they lost to her, you know. So it's like constantly having people discuss your body like it's, it's their business. And yeah, definitely. I've known exactly how it feels. Like it has been almost my, you know, a daily... Uh, experience since I was since I started you know growing out uh, basically when I was when I was in university as an undergraduate so I I started I started developing hips at 14 my body I grew up as a skinny child though that's the strange thing my pictures stories that my parents told me about myself and my eating habits then I didn't I didn't like to eat and then Turning 14 or 15, in secondary school, I started noticing some changes. You know, I started getting comments from boys. At first, it was like, okay, what's all this attention for? I didn't like it because it made me feel very uncomfortable. And it was like that for a long time. When I entered university, I didn't like wearing, I didn't like to wear clothes that, that were revealing, as they say, you know, clothes that, that fit my body, that would show my curves and everything. Until my 400 level, I started getting more confident. Like, this is, this is actually my body. My body is nice. And I shouldn't hide it because some people give me comments or make comments about how I look and um, how they think I should look. So I started dressing a bit more to enhance what I had. And mm-hmm. I started growing confident in the way my body looked. But... For the longest time, I've always had issues with, oh, I should be a certain size, I shouldn't get too fat, and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And I found that it's something that a lot of women deal with. Because now we live in such a diet-focused culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, I grew up big as well. So, I mean, I was practically big from the start. I, I was skinny for just a short part of my life. And uh, then, of course, I lost some weight afterwards. And I totally understand what you mean about it being a diet. In fact, I made up my mind to stop dieting, you know. Um, yeah. I exercise and I, I've made some exchange. I've made some um, some exchanges in my diet, you know, because the thing also, is, like I said, there has to be a balance. We can't be reckless because what you eat and how you carry yourself and your weight is very important, you yeah. know, in terms of your overall health. So, 
I'm not buying into the craze of, you know, get rid of all the cellulite and all the stretch marks. I'm a human being, blood flows through my veins. I have cellulite, I have stretch marks. If you're obsessed with it, that's your problem. I don't know what to do for you, you know. So I'm okay with, I don't even check the scale anymore. I don't, you know, because I realize that most people, we, you see people, old women, 50, 60, 50, 60, and they can't still eat. Like, I'm eating, I'm enjoying what I'm eating now. I'm not thinking about the diet. Like, I can't forever be saying I'm watching my weight. And I realized that year in, year out, people are always talking about watching my weight. So I decided that I have to drop this, you know, that mindset. I want to be healthy, you know, and so because of that, how can I enjoy what I like within reason? Is mm-hmm. it a balance? Am I doing portion control? Is it that I eat my chocolate chip cookies twice in a month? Nobody's going to die if I eat chocolate chip cookies twice in a month. How often do I want to have ice cream? What can I remove? Like things that I, I don't really enjoy soda. So it's not a, a big deal yeah. for me to not drink it, you know. But if you're somebody who drinks soda, just there's a balance. You know? But yeah, it comes from, and I, the amazing thing is, it's when I started to accept my body as it is that I even became healthier. People assume that until you bash yourself and batter yourself, that that's when you're going to get in shape. But no, the minute I started to accept that, you know, I'm always going to have chunky thighs. Yeah, my legs are big. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my shorts like that. Yeah, my arms are, are big. Please, I'm wearing my spaghetti straps and I'm moving on with my life. The minute I started to just say, I'm getting comfortable with this body. I love this body. This is my body and I'm dealing with it as is. It's when I even started to make more consciously healthy choices. So I realized that number one, this world is not one size fits all. We can't all look the same, you know. Exactly. That's why there are plus size, there are plus size models now. People talking about how they try to be skinny and they were miserable. And at the end of the day, if you're miserable, it's not the life for you. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, there's no need to design a life based on what somebody else thinks. It's like, this is what is my what, what are my goals in life? What kind of body do I need? For that mm-hmm. i mean obviously if you're going to be an athlete definitely you know that you need to be a certain size but if yeah. i'm going to be an athlete i do not need to have a uh, told a uh, ripped abs flat flat washboard stomach you know i don't need it and at some point even as an athlete when you are because if you notice beyonce at some point you know early early days she was very tough on her body and everything because she was just starting out she hadn't really found herself yet but now she says she has, you know, this, uh, this uh, underbelly from having children. She's comfortable yeah. with it. Her husband's comfortable with it. She's moving on. Do you understand? So it also comes with knowing what stage of your life you're in and just adjusting. But this rigid idea of I have to look like Kim Kardashian, it's ridiculous because, you know, apart from the fact that many people do not have the resources to maintain that lifestyle, it's also so painful. You understand? And she, of course, I'm not trying to shame her as well because she's doing it for the sake of her career and the life she has chosen. Yeah. So just do you at the end of the day. Do you and don't be like, I feel like it's so unfair to spend all of your life worried about what am I eating? Count, yeah. I don't even count and calories anymore. Yes. I don't count calories. I listen to my body. My body tells me, okay, you've had way too much bread. So I know that, okay, for the rest of this month, I'm not going to eat bread. Mm-hmm. Just listen to your body when it tells you that it's, when you notice you're uncomfortable, with what you are eating or how you are eating it. Like for the longest time, my body does not like dairy. So I know that, okay, me and dairy, we have to start breaking up little by little. Not because anybody told me that. There are things people have told me to stop eating, that people have tried to influence me to become a vegetarian. I'm like, no, that's, maybe it's working for you. It ain't working for me. I'm not going to do it because you say it's okay. So I think that one mindset that everybody really needs to accept is that you have your whole life to, like it's your life. Mm-hmm. And you need to take ownership of it. What body do you want to do this life in? You know, don't try to fit yourself into somebody else's idea of this how a body, a woman's body should look. 
there's no there's no there, hard and fast there, rule. There's no there's, there's no, no design. There's no ideal, yeah. Exactly. There's no idea. Yeah. Don't waste design. your time stressing like, about I have cellulite. Like, of, yeah, because you're a human being. Like, you have stretch- fat cells. Oh. You have stretch marks. So, <laughs> like, you know, how is that? You know. Sometimes, sometimes, well, um, I, I recently started wearing. Not recently, like two years ago. For the longest time, I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't wear a crop top because I'm like, nah, crop top is for skinny people, for people that have flat stomach to show off. And I just realized that, please, 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 please. As long as I'm not dressed indecently or fair or, or dressed, yeah, as long as I'm not dressed indecently, I'll wear my crop top and mm-hmm. I look great in it and I'll be happy with myself. Yeah. Some people can't wear sleeveless tops because they feel their arms are fat. Yeah, for as long as I'm, that was me. That but now, I really do not care. If you're looking at my fat arms, you have the problem, not me. Like, how is it your problem? <laughs> That's your problem, like? not mine. <laughs> so Also, the idea that somebody who is slimmer is healthier than somebody who is fat or plus size is a very... It's a very wrong idea because it's, it's such a pet. I can't believe anybody still has that mindset. It's such a pedestrian mindset to have. Because you know, I was having a conversation with my friend a few days ago and he was like, Oh, he wants to gain weight. And so he was eating pizza cake and a bottle of uh, uh, Mirinda. And I said, All you are doing is poisoning yourself. This is not a healthy way to gain weight. Do you understand? Yeah. And the belief is that if you want to gain weight as a slim person, you should just eat junk just food. Eat. No, <laughs> like you can be unhealthy and slim. You can be unhealthy. I know. I mean, there are so many uh, um, plus size women now who are doing yoga, who can move, who are active. better, better than you know slim people. So, like the idea that you can be, you know, that as soon as you are slim, you are healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's better. Yeah, it, that's so wrong. Work out for you. I, it's a very wrong mindset. Slim people mm-hmm. also face body shaming. Because yeah. people usually tell them, oh, they are too skinny. You need to add mm-hmm. something. Or they say things like, um, only curvy women are real women. Or real women have curves. Uh, or you look like a boy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing how it's... Us, well, I think, I think men face their own... But women suffer the most for it. Because, you know, there's still the whole idea of objectification. And people thinking that once you're a woman, they can just talk crap to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel for people who are skinny as well because I think it's worse for them, kind of in in at least in this part of the world. I think it's yeah. worse because yeah. people call them you know bonga fish, look <laughs> like you know. And then people try to suggest oh drink malt and milk, drink a multivitamins. Yeah. Yeah, so I and then when they are for those of them who have had children, people will be like, uh, some I know somebody told me that people are disrespecting her because she, you know, she wasn't big, even though she had had kids and she was married and she wanted people to start treating her with respect, so she was going to be dressing a certain way. And I'm like, what? I I intend to look hot (laughs) all the way, all the way to, to the end. You know, so yeah, it's it's actually a waste that most women actually face, and because the fact is that no matter your body size, like there's hardly an agreement that you are good enough. You know, no matter how, that's why you have to be the one to you tell have yourself. To love yourself, yeah, yeah, you have to look at yourself. I'm like, girl, you hot because yeah. for some people who think you are too skinny, no matter how big you are, some people think you, you. 
I mean, you and mm-hmm. I that are on the big side, there are people that think that we're not big enough. So as far yeah. as we're concerned, we need to gain more weight. Oh, don't and, lose weight. Have you, has anyone, anyone ever told you? Oh, yeah, you I sure. said that's been my... Like, every time I try to lose weight, people yeah. tell me, I hope you've not... When I eventually lost weight, they're like, oh, I hope you didn't lose your assets. What are you talking about? Which assets? They asked me, but Island. island. Help me. Help me. You know, and that's... I know the... Another thing is the danger that this body shaming just puts women in because... I don't know if you've noticed the trend of, you know, um, butt, augment, uh, butt augmentation now. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, but, um, you know, somebody plastic told me... surgery. Plastic surgery, you know. Another uh, body enhancement. No, but, but the thing about... I mean, I, I generally believe that women can do whatever they want to their bodies as long as, like, you're doing it for you and you're not putting yourself in undue risk. And mm-hmm. I hear that, you know, uh, uh, but I, I think it's butt augmentation. I can't remember, to be honest. That English is hooking. It's too early. The one you know, big bomb bomb shot. Yeah, so butt augmentation is one is the most dangerous surgery in the world. Yeah. Like somebody who I know who was working in a hospital and saw a person who had gone through it said she was bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Like it was horrible. And when you think of the fact that the reason why a lot of these women are going to um, augment their butt is because some man told them that you don't look good like that. Like they just want to look appealing to a man. Yeah. You know, and it's so tragic. Like, you're going to risk it. How do you die? And they say it's because you went to increase your bomb bomb that you died. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I just, I just, and I think this is all, like, it's all connected mm-hmm. to, you know, the fact that people don't know that you, it, it will never be enough. Even after you've augmented your birth, you'll still have something to say about your, your boobs or your, or, you know, so or how, your skin color, your skin yeah. color. Yeah. Is that too? How much do you want to do? I've had a guy actually tell me before that, eh, it was actually somebody I was dating, and he said that when we get married, I'm going to go and um do like breast enlargement. I said, Never, it must be a joke. Really? In fact, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> and I, and you know, he kept making all these uh comments, and I knew that this guy is going to be a problem. If this guy kind of person that you marry, and then you want to turn you to Karishika, because he also made a comment about my skin color and said, uh, Can't I see how light his cousin is? And I said, Can't you see how tall my own brothers are? They're taller than you now, so you to go and get tall, you know. And I just knew that it was a red flag because this is the kind of person who will not be able to deal with any changes in your body and will probably want to start sleeping around and tell you that it's because you are not yellow. It's because you don't have big breasts. I don't know how that's important in this, yellow. our life. That is because of big breasts. Somebody, Somebody will be know, sorry. One time, someone, a friend of mine told me that I was too dark and I needed to tone a little and uh, I found that very offensive. I'm sure it is. It is very offensive. Because I hope you are not afraid anymore. anymore. That my friend. <laughs> I hope you stop being that person's friend, or at least you call them this out. This was a time. long time. This was in university. I hope I... you call the person out. Unfortunately, I did it. I wish I did because the person needs to know better that light skin, dark skin, middle skin color doesn't matter. Well, because... the person's mindset changes because I mean we're all young at some point. Honestly, young, so. young and foolish. You don't think it's a guy? I don't think it's a girl. I don't think oh, well, so. Good luck to her. You know, people who think lightening your skin makes you. Makes you a better person. Yeah, because you know that my uh, my neighbors. It starts from uh, my nephew was actually given. Um, somebody told him start bleaching, and he's what he was what? twelve years old. He was twelve years old at the time. They told him that you know that black skin is not good. Oh, and wow. I I had a neighbor who's um, about twelve or thirteen year old child who was already, you know, was already using bleaching cream. Mm. So this is a, it's a pandemic. Sorry to use that word at this time because that's like a weird. That's what came to my mind because they're starting to 
I mean, if you Google it now, you see that people have started actually buying lightning creams for babies. People are yeah. talking about how to tone, you know, and when they when, when yeah. those toxins are put in a child's body, like all because you are trying to do what make the child more attractive. So it's a problem, man. You know, it's something that really needs to be. I think it's a conversation for another day because mm. oh, yeah. the whole that, conversation whole, in its own whole other conversation. Yes. Um. Some of the some of the uh, eating disorders that are common now, uh, as a result of the body shaming you find people who eat too much or people who eat too little they get stressed their skin their skin breaks out all because somebody has told them or the media has portrayed to them how they're supposed to look like and they feel like they don't fit into that that ideal image of a woman and it makes them feel unworthy i i just wish we would have more messages about being positive about your body, loving yourself, because your body image really, really has a big effect on your self-esteem. It does. And, you know, one thing I realized, because this has been a whole journey for me, you know, I grew up, I went to secondary school and was bullied. And, you know, I've, I've, I struggled with low self-esteem for a large part of my life. And, you know, it affected how I, how I um, presented myself in work, at work, in relationships. It affects everything. Like, it can ruin everything because you're entering relationships with this mindset of i'm not enough you're going to work with this mindset of i'm not enough you're doing everything in your life with this mindset of i'm not enough and people notice it's like it's like an aroma around you and they treat Mm -hmm. you according to that you know so people always think oh low self-esteem yeah there's not it's not there's nothing to it but it's if you can change how you view yourself and love yourself from a young age it's like there's nothing you can't do there's really nothing that you cannot achieve I like the way it. I like the way um, a lot of plus size models. I'm. I'm talking about. I'm focusing on plus size models. Um, plus size people because I'm plus size myself and I can relate better with, mm-hmm, with them. Yeah. So a lot of people now share photos of themselves in a bikini. They are showing themselves um happy, dressing the way they want, and just generally exuding positivity and yeah. hopefulness from the I'm way. Not- they, they present themselves and i'm really here for that and you notice how the world is is catching up and dealing with it yeah like even brands now are are using plus size models and you know even media brands are using are are posting these pictures as signs of body so that's it it just shows that when you embrace yourself and you step out as the worthy person that you are the world will catch up because even if you're in a place where you're trying to get healthier and that means losing weight, like it doesn't mean you should treat yourself like you're not good enough. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's treating yourself that you are worthy and that you are, you're, you know, you're already deserving of love and everything that will help you make the healthy choices. That's Bashing yourself, word. talking down on yourself, saying you're not good enough. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, you know, so it's coming to that love. It's coming to that place already in the be- from now deciding that I am good enough. I am worthy. I, I am perfect, basically. And when I mean perfect, I don't mean like as a perfectionist. I mean like as you are, you are already good enough. I love myself because I am. I yeah. Like my skin color. Yeah. Like hair. I like my. That's body when you can now start like making healthy, yes. healthy decisions because you are now thinking from the place of who am I and how do I want to continue living my life? How what does self improvement look like to me? Because you know everybody starts the year. Well, a lot of people start the year with oh I want to lose weight, but <laughs> they don't achieve it because it's somebody else's idea of. 
what how they should grow it's not their own idea of growth so because it's not part of your own idea of growth your mind is just like who's this joker what are you doing you don't have any business there yeah. and you don't yeah. achieve that goal you mm-hmm. know but if it's part of your own goal for the future That's if it's goal. necessary for you then your mind will, you know chart a course for you and you take it seriously so i think again what i'm saying is everybody decide what does you know body positivity look like for me yeah and you know just go from there basically i agree with you and uh, i'd like to talk i would like to mention um the things you say to yourself you can't hate yourself and expect your body to respond in a different way you can't hate yourself say negative things to yourself and expect a different result i think a lot of the things we say to ourselves is important and i noticed that's something that you do very well <laughs> and how you always <laughs> hype yourself and i'm like yes girl get it <laughs> because if you don't do it nobody else will i mean who yeah if you don't hype yeah. yourself <sighs> i love it i and, love it yeah because i you know the thing is positive self-talk is so huge it is so like people think oh it's just affirmation it doesn't do anything it does do things because oh. there are things that I turn down that people are like, what's wrong with this one? Like, how do you know what? And this is how, like, if you have this healthy view of yourself and you hype yourself up and you talk to yourself like the, you know, jewel and masterpiece that you are, you, you are unlikely to get yourself in any sticky situations. Like, even if, if you're in a relationship where somebody's giving you nonsense, you are unlikely to take, put up with it because even if you do get, find yourself in that situation, you're more likely to walk out of it. Because if you find that people who stay in um, abusive relationships or same relationships where they're not being appreciated or decide to be side chicks. Yeah. You know, it's because they think that they're not good enough. It's because they're listening to somebody else's view of them. And those other people, you, it's dangerous to build your, your esteem on somebody else's opinion of you because it will change. I mean, nobody can tell you that you are depressed every day, even if you are married to the person. If, there are some days that to them, you are the most annoying person on the planet. Yeah. For real, you know? Know? So, yeah. So, some days they will treat you. I know it might not even be that they'll be mean to you, but they just don't have the attention to give to you. So the, you have to build your 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 esteem and your worth on your own. You have to be take responsibility for it. Yeah. And one way to do that is to speak to. I tell myself, you are what's your how can somebody be fine like this? You are a masterpiece. Yeah, and <laughs> as much as I'm still working on, you know, believing that because I do have my days of insecurity as well. But the fact that I have develop this practice it means that there are some things that i will not accept you know there are some ways you speak to me that and it makes me more aware of red flags like i can tell somebody who's going to be a bully you know and i automatically decide i'm not going to date this guy because i can see some things in him but if you're not looking at yourself from a position of worthiness you are going to get into funny situations that's when you're going to be with a boss who is abusing you and you think that I it doesn't get any better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So positive self talk self talk is huge. It's very. I mean, you can start literally where you are. Like you don't need to achieve any goals or you don't need to change anything in your life before you start talking to yourself. You know, like a good person. Okay. Yeah. I have I have post I have post-it notes around my my apartment where I've written down things that I could just read in passing. Like, oh girl, you're fine. I have this one that says. My body is beautiful and I am worthy of love. <laughs> That's mm. my I read it. Uh, okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Joa? 
I feel like we can go on and on and on about <laughs> about this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, I think I'm just I'm just very, um, I'm actually very concerned. You know, with the idea that people, like, people need to know when to tell a person that yeah, you need to stop because you're being creepy now. Because there's a place where people think, oh, because he's appreciating my body, it's okay. But I mean, I've had a man like lick his lips at me. Oh, you know, and. And oh, in his mind, yeah, he's that thinking so that he's appreciating me, you know. So it's not just about people um, criticizing your body and telling you that, you know, you need to do something about this. Also, people, quote, in, quote unquote, yeah, objectifying you and they're telling you that they're appreciating you. Like, even just making untoward comments about my hips. Like, we have to be having a certain kind of relationship. You can't just come and meet me and, oh, your hips are growing. Like, what's your business? I don't understand. Can you face your friends? So... I think people that. should also be conscious of that. Like, mm-hmm. don't let people speak about your body like it's a piece of meat. You know, don't say, ah, look at that booty or look at that. Yeah, like, no, I there has to comments. be. Yeah. You know, the kind of, you know the kind of butt I have now? I have a big butt. Yeah. I have thick thighs. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I got a comment about, oh, girl, your thighs are thick or your ass is, I'm like, oh my God. Could yeah. you not? They don't know. So you have to educate them. You know, some some people obviously are just being jerks. But some people think it's okay. And they have to, excuse me, no, you can't say that to me. You can't. Like, I can remember I was working with some guy and he told me, and he called me KB Super. I went to meet him and said, Uncle, please, never again. Never. (laughs) He was my boss, so I told him. I didn't say it in public so that, you know, it didn't be like I'm disgracing. But I went to meet him separately. I went to meet him um you know, in camera, I was like, dude, don't you ever, don't, 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 don't you ever, or one of them that was telling me that he's selling these strings, that all those things, they're subtle, but they're still sexual as well, why, why are you telling yeah. me, first and foremost, why are you selling these strings, and why are you discussing with me, like, can you just tell me that, okay, you're selling female underwear, which is weird, because I don't know if that conversation can even be had in the office, mm-hmm. but I think people should also, like, as much as we're setting boundaries to how people talk to us, you know, in terms of body shaming, yeah. Also, you also have to set, you know, boundaries for do not speak about me like I'm a piece of meat. You have to treat me with respect. And basically, my body is not your business. It's I think not. that's just the number one. Unless you are, what, my partner or my husband or somebody that I'm like, there have to be boundaries. Don't speak of me like, oh, ah, look at your hips. Oh, you have hips. So you have... <laughs> one of the things that actually made oh, you have me lose breasts. weight. One of the things that actually made me lose weight, you know, apart from, of course, the health reasons or that, mm-hmm. I'd take... Enter cabs and everybody started talking. Ah, this auntie gets bubble. Ah, this auntie mm. bubble. Like, dude, <laughs> why are you speaking? You have to share. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, ridiculous. <laughs> I know because I was younger, I just shrink. But I want people to, and it doesn't mean that you should be adversarial and talk all the time. But especially if it's somebody or, you know, that you have to see regularly and the person is going to be saying all the time. You don't, mm. excuse me, don't stop it. Stop talking about my body like that. You know, it's, it's, it's wrong. Okay, sorry, I was a bit triggered. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry, I have, I have experienced that too from riding in, riding on the bus or in Keke. Anyway, things have changed a lot since then. <sighs> yeah, so let's um, let's continue our lives, living and speaking positive words to ourselves and appreciating our body and loving the body that we are in. Because, like you said at the beginning, it's a shame that we spend 
many years of our lives obsessing about what we look like, obsessing about how our weight is, and we miss out on actually living and yeah. doing the things and that matter. Mm-hmm. And focusing on what matters. Focusing exactly. on what matters. Why shouldn't we be able to wear bikinis? Why shouldn't we be able to wear swimsuits? Why shouldn't we be able to wear anything? With... Like, for the longest time, I couldn't wear sleeveless, you know, tops. I couldn't wear shorts. I was like, oh, my body, my... I'm like, no, this, you know, it has to stop, basically. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jola. Um, Thank you, Toby. Thank you for having me. And it's always a pleasure talking with you. I know that if they leave us, we'll just continue. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we'll um, be able to do this in person again soon. Yeah, soon. I can't wait to share good news for you to share good news with me and just generally have good news to share with each other. And yeah, yeah, we all need pandemic. we all need some light in our lives at this time. We all need light. Okay, so um, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Thank um, you, Toby. Thank you so much. Safe. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Journey to Eden podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me again next week for another exciting conversation. Bye.